0: Welcome to the Classy Ring Attire Podcast. I'm Joel. I'm Chris. And it's
1: time to get classy.
0: Let's do it. Uh before we jump into everything we gotta talk about today, and trust and me, we there have, is a lot. There is a lot that we need to get in that we need to dive into. Uh first off, I do want to announce that we are doing another uh charity stream uh through our YouTube page. Uh it's called <laughs> the first ever El Generico Memorial Battle Royale. Hashtag los ninos. That's the full title. If you get that joke, you're probably laughing so hard right now. <laughs> and if you don't get the joke, I am sorry. Just trust me. It's funny. Just power through. Uh, we'll get through this together. So we're going to play uh, Fortnite Battle Royale. I say we. I'm going to try to get these other people to play so it's not just me sucking at everything. And Joel will be like, Well, I've never played this game before. And guess what? Neither have I. <laughs> it's a very tentative
1: connection to wrestling. Basically, it's a battle royal. And the we had all this. is battle royal. There's two
0: battle royals in, in, in WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So it's going to happen WrestleMania weekend. It's going to be the afternoon before TakeOver uh, New Orleans. Uh, we're going to stick to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can find go to our Facebook page, Classrooming Attire. Uh, We'll have announcements, updates, all that stuff. Or if you don't even want to bother with all of that, even easier way to make sure you don't miss out on the stream, go to YouTube, type in Classic Ring Attire, you will find our logo, our our channel, and where it says subscribe, there's like a little bell right next to it. Click that bell and you will get a notification when we go live. Okay. So that's the easiest way. I can't make it any easier for you guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, on with the show. Yes. There's something monumental that happened this week okay like it changed the course <laughs> of wwe and where it was heading for wrestlemania weekend of course i'm talking about kid rock being <laughs> inducted into the wwe hall of fame It's like I, that's I, the one you're gonna go with i kid rock <laughs> <laughs> that one Boo. that one was off the cup i did not plan that but seriously, we have a a wrestler that was cleared off from injury. Uh, it's been cleared to return to the ring. Obviously, I'm talking about Big Cass. <laughs> gotcha twice. No, we're I'm, talking about see, Dana Bryant, you like, guys. How many times are you going to do these? Just twice. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, well, we can talk about, like, the Raw. Because Raw, I thought, actually was a pretty good yeah, like, there, there's getting other stuff. to end. I was had stuff that I was sure. going to talk about and I all Honestly, Ross. I... Aside from the beginning and end of SmackDown, I thought Raw was the stronger show this week. Mm -hmm. Um, But SmackDown, just the news going into the show alone, blows everything else out of the water. Yes, WWE cleared Dana Bryan to return to the ring, come out of retirement, and they announced it, I want to say, about two, three hours before the show. Yeah, well, what was interesting is um, it was announced uh, Renee Young had
1: like a network update kind of thing. Oh really? I didn't even know about that. Um, I just saw it on Twitter. And, and it was Twitter. And WWE's official um Reddit account. Yeah. Made the announcement on Square Circle, which is a weird weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's
0: weird. Like it was that was <laughs> my reminder that they are on Reddit. Yes. And that was just a weird reminder of that. <laughs> but that's besides <laughs> the point because Dan O'Brien's back, you guys. Uh and I at first I was, thought it was weird that they announced it before the show but i'm
1: assuming that caused a pretty big spike it did there was there in, was a jump in smackdown numbers in
0: smackdown's ratings um, i mean daniel bryan came out you know just delivered a giant dust cloud in everybody's eyes <laughs> yet again <laughs> but this time it was for good reasons yes um daniel
1: bryan mm-hmm. um and i felt like this for a long time mm-hmm. and i think i've said this on the podcast before, but I haven't said this for two years because it makes me sad. Sure, we haven't been able to talk about Daniel Bryan's qualities. Yes, um, because it has this sad overhanging cloud. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan is the best, the purest, the truest babyface. Yes, working in the business. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and and that's just such a thing as like like which no is others. why
0: it was so weird that he was being so favorable to KO and Sami Zayn like in the last couple weeks yeah you know prior to this. Uh, um, but yeah no no one can pull off being a complete like white meat baby face. It is like Dana Bryan. The most
1: genuine, the most
0: sincere thing yeah
1: that feels like it's coming out of that ring. Um he and part of his watch is he looked. So happy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're so happy for him watching it. Right, yeah. And I'm watching, I'm like, do we have a promo of the year, Classy? Because yeah. just, like this wasn't even the strongest promo, but just, like, the emotion right. that's being put into this, and that's I just behind wanna, this, yeah. that's being built into and this.
0: I, I have noticed something, because I kind of went back and watched some of, like, Dan O'Brien's older stuff. Uh, there was that um, kind of wrestle the WrestleMania documentary around, like, they released a couple days after WrestleMania 30. Uh, where he's just kind of talking about like that whole weekend. It was kind of a little bit of a career retrospective at the same time. Um, he's gotten so much better and more comfortable on the mic, even just as general manager. Yeah, he's a. He, it is almost night and day. And it, you know, I guess he put a little bit more thought into it now that he like he kind of accepted the fact that he's just going to be a you know speaking mm-hmm. figure only. In WWE and not a you know, active member, or at least he'd come to terms with it. Uh, but I feel like that really has helped his promo game. And yeah, you know, yeah, it is. And I and that's I'm not really talking about the beginning of SmackDown because that was just you know him no, yeah him emoting. I'm talking more about the end of SmackDown. You know when he when he's back when in storyline back in story mode. Yeah. Um. He it, yeah. If if any if any good comes out of this, you know these two years where he wasn't allowed to compete, uh, is the fact that he had to focus solely on promos, mm-hmm. like because it's it served him well, and it makes me excited for future storylines he has in
1: WWE. I one hundred percent give the credit of that to Talking Smack.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. You, you saw him on that show just get comfortable in his own skin on camera, because mm-hmm. it's one thing to be comfortable in your own skin just on your own time. Yeah, but be able to do that in you know, in front of a camera night and day. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, it's another travesty why that show isn't on. Yes. <laughs> and that, but that, he's continues. an active wrestler now. So, I guess he, even if they did bring it back, he can't really host he can't it. do that. Yeah.
1: Um, so, it's an interesting thing where, and part of it was, th- this feels like it's been rumored for a while. Yeah. But, but not in a way like like when we say, um. Oh, there's a rumor about this. That means somebody told Dave Meltzer something.
0: <laughs> it was apparently just a pawn in WWE's big scheme of things. Compar- like if you talk to JBL, dear lord. Well, and the, this is like,
1: like when we say like, oh, such and such is rumored. Like when we're talking about like, oh, the rumored WrestleMania card is da 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 da. It is because oh something leaked out from somewhere, and it didn't feel like that with Daniel Bryan. No, it, the the rumor that Daniel Bryan was coming back was all based on speculation right. of he's out in October. Yeah. He said he's going back to wrestling. Yeah. And, and like, weighing your own feelings towards WWE and yeah. what they're willing to risk. Yeah. And and so, like, you know, some people landed on the fact that, like, WWE's never going to risk it. He's gone in October. Yeah. Some people, are like, have, have, you know, landed on the side of, like, no, WWE will bring him back, and they'll bring him back in time for WrestleMania. Yeah, and it's a weird. Well, that was thing. my
0: thing. Like, I figured if he, they, if they hadn't brought him back by WrestleMania, then mm-hmm. he's not coming back. Period. Yeah, in WWE. Well, and
1: it's really interesting that he wasn't scheduled. Like, he's not on the WrestleMania card right now. Right. <laughs> um, and especially, I don't know. And part of it is like, I don't care. Yeah, and Brian. Like, well, that's the thing. S- like.
0: I of course none of us is really clamoring for a big another big tag team match between you know with KO and Sammy versus Shane and and Daniel Bryan because that seems to be the obvious route to go. Right. But I don't even care. Like I, I, it's the one match where I I don't care what it is, who's involved or whatever. The fact that Daniel Bryan is going to be wrestling
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's all I care about. Then after that, I will care about what <laughs> Daniel Bryan is
1: doing. Um, so speaking of that, and and part of it is one of the reasons you almost like hate to see Daniel Bryan go and wrestle in the indies is everybody you've waited to see him fight is finally at WWE. Yeah, it's in WWE now. You got Um, AJ, you got
0: Nakamura, those are the main ones. Yeah. Uh, And then just the list goes on and on and on. Guys that we've seen him technically go up against, you know, in the past, but you still want to see those, you know, see them face off against each other. I mean, I would be interested to see what Dana Bryan would do against Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I I don't remember if they, if I want to say Braun came in after. I think so. He was I he don't was with. Think
1: there've the, ever been more than four people in the Wyatt
0: family. Right. Um, so I don't know, and you know, a lot of people, <laughs> you know, uh, made the joke about you know, oh, we had to sacrifice Bray Wyatt, and then the next day we get Dana Bryan back. You know, with the ultimate deletion and everything. There's a storyline there. <laughs> there is. You know? Because, like, yeah, Daniel Bryan's the only guy to have joined from someone who was an existing wrestler in the WWE Universe, then to join, sorry, Randy Orton. There maybe. you go. Sorry. <laughs> there he is. He, he was the first one. <laughs> but there, there was a good one, though. Exactly. Daniel Bryan, like, went, like, he actually, like, wore the jumpsuit and everything. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton just l- looked like Randy Orton, just hanging out with the Wyatts, yeah. you know? Daniel Bryan like it seemed to be more uh, engrossed in him.
1: I I will say this about Daniel Bryan's future as a wrestler. I guess Um, they're still, I very much treating him with kid gloves. Sure. Even though he was cleared, I was honestly surprised he took the bumps that he took.
0: Dear Lord, (laughs) Uh, it was one of those things where like, man, they really want to test him out because I was surprised that he took the. the the powerbomb bump yeah. on the the side of the ring. No,
1: watching that and you're like we just got him back. Stop trying to break him. <laughs> and part of it was because I, you know, our last memories of Daniel Bryan wrestling is WrestleMania 30 and then he's out yeah, for yeah, a one, year.
0: That one title of defense against Kane, mm-hmm. then gone for a year. He wrestled he wrestled a good bit leading up to 31. 30, you know, you at wrestling 31 and then over and shortly after that, he you know, right. Another the concussion issue started. But off. but
1: we we've had this like, it feels like, thirty one was this we just got him back. Yeah. Thing all over again, and so now I'm saying like we just got him back, and you want to break him. Um, apparently part of the agreement is Daniel Bryan has to be tested after yeah, every match. Yeah, he has match. to get impact test after every. Um, which like
0: honestly, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do.
1: Yeah, that, that those kind of things like that's fair.
0: And like. A like, A that's looking out for him, mm-hmm. which you can't really be mad at, and B is looking out for the company, which I also can't be mad at because yep. you know they, they are a you know publicly traded company, so they have to take well, precautions.
1: And and I will say I I am willing to bet that in the decision to clear him or not, a lot of the PR risks were weighed. Yeah, up to the point of like, if he goes to the Indies and he wrestles and he paralyzes himself. The tie, you know, the like, like former WWE star sure, yeah. Daniel Bryan is paralyzed, so. and so at th- least your, your tiny little footnote of like we didn't, we told him not yeah. to wrestle. So isn't it's one of those, gonna-
0: yeah, it's one of those things where, in a way, WWE would be screwed either way. Mm-hmm. So you might as well do it under your own own umbrella, and you this way you can also keep out, keep ahead of it, and you know say like, hey, we are monitoring him after every match. Yeah, you know, and show that you're being proactive about it. Yeah. Um.
1: Um, I don't know if he's gonna they're gonna put him with a lot of the stiff workers, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar kind of.
0: I mean, I you brought up that point earlier before SmackDown, and then I saw the end of SmackDown and I'm not so sure about that anymore. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I don't really think they're putting any sort of limits. Any any limit that might uh happen might just be limits that Daniel Ryan puts on himself. Yeah. Uh rumor is from Meltzer, so grain of salt um is that he's like been studying a lot of like zack saber jr type stuff where uh he's stuff he does is still exciting but not as much high risk mm-hmm. as uh he usually does yeah um but man like i'll just all that aside seeing him fire back up against those two guys at the end of smackdown like you got a, I got a little bit choked up, like I did at the beginning of SmackDown, just because <laughs> you could see in his face, like there is a difference between General Manager Daniel Bryan that we've seen for like a, the year before this, and the moment he was able to do something physical in the ring. You
1: you watch that moment, yeah. and it immediately recolors the past two years of general mm-hmm. managerness as a sad person trying to convince yeah. himself he's okay with this.
0: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. It's like a, a dog who's been on a leash for a very long time, and he seems like he's okay with being on a leash, but at the moment you take that off him, they're gone. Hopefully in a, with a fenced-in yard so he's <laughs> not really gone-gone. Um, but I, I know why WWE uh, announced it ahead of time, mm-hmm. mostly for ratings. Um, and B, so that no one is... Shocked and terrified at the end of what SmackDown was, but imagine <laughs> how ev- imagine the reaction from the crowd had they not announced w- that from WWE that Dan Brown Bryan was, was cleared.
1: Clear. Um, and I I I was not on that like all that the, you know because mm-hmm. the part of it is like oh think of the the reaction that sure. like Kevin Owens would have if if he had done that,
0: like that would just go beyond nuclear heat. Yeah, you know,
1: and and I was gonna be like no 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 no. Except they're going all out on this, like, they're gone and fired, like, Kevin Owens has been moved to, like, the sure. alumni section yeah. on the website.
0: Uh, he's going by Kevin Steen on his own Twitter account now. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and so, because of that that kind of thing, I was like, man, then they shouldn't have announced Dana Bryan right. was cleared. Like, that would And not have...
0: even... That's on, like, the Kevin Owens side of things, like, the negative reaction he would have got. Imagine what the crowd would have done once Dan O'Brien fired up against them yeah. and started fighting back. That place that would have burned down. That would
1: have looked like a shoot. Absolutely. Like, you have that, then you yeah. announce, like, like, as soon as SmackDown goes off, you announce and you move Kevin Owens to alumni yeah. section. And announce like,
0: that Dennis Bryan had been cleared.
1: No, I wouldn't even announce that he'd been cleared. You just assume he'd been cleared. Like, because like, yeah, they just, don't have to announce he's been cleared. And then,
0: then. Like, you could, you could. Then what you can do. Is you have Shane who's on his leave of absence, who's not really really in power, mm-hmm. Dan O'Brien who is just gone rogue, and then you got two guys who had been fired by the company in a non sanctioned match at WrestleMania. I mean, these, that's what uh, 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 wasn't Triple H and wasn't that supposed to be a non sanctioned yeah, match? Yeah, that was or a non sanctioned like match, and it really didn't feel like it, right? This one would have felt like okay, but like by
1: by Thursday at yeah. the latest, probably by Wednesday. It would have come out that Daniel Bryan sure. and, and, like, oh, it's a work. We get it. Right. But I'm I'm talking about those, like. And then you start
0: feeding out to, the, like, dirt sheets yeah. that he's being, like, that tested after every match. Hour and like a half
1: after the pipe bomb where you're yes. like, I don't know yep. where the line is. Yep. You could have had a moment like that yeah, where you're like, Kevin Owens have, looks like he again, went too far. Daniel Bryan fought back. What is happening? And, again,
0: I understand why they announced it ahead of time because, like I said, SmackDown did big numbers because of it. Yeah. But just the reaction, you could have like I, legitimately gotten the crowd surprised like you can't, like you're, it's almost impossible to do these days. Yeah.
1: Um, I get it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. No, no, no. But I do feel like you could have gone that route, yeah. not announced it, and you would have had the spike in ratings next week.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, 100%. As soon as, you know, word gets out that he's, you know, back as a wrestler, then 100%. Yeah. But I, th- I think that they wanted the
1: Daniel Bryan speech at the beginning.
0: Sure, yeah. Um, and it was a, that was a great moment, and it and it's a nice but bookend they, they compared to it. They could have done that next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess I don't know. It, it you weigh your options, and they weigh, yeah, they like, they went they went the route that they did, and I I can't really fault them too much for doing that because you know. You got a great heartfelt moment at the beginning of the show and you got like big ratings at the big top of the show i mean you 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 can't you can't
1: screw up daniel bryan's return like
0: <laughs> i'm sure you could find a way
1: yes, but there were and a if lot anyone
0: could it would be w w e but it it would you would have to really try right While well, well i i'm gonna yeah, I can
1: him be like, "Oh, this would have been a better option." Sure. At the same time, i like, <laughs> "Who
0: like just like I don't care what dumb match he might be in at WrestleMania." Yeah. I don't care how they bring him back as long as he's back. That so. kind of thing. Um beyond that, uh the ultimate deletion happened this week. The ultimate deletion did happen this week. How are you feeling about that, Joel? Because I I I can't remember if we had talked about the like the a lot of the TNA stuff. So What's
1: interesting is um just reading not WWE, not even wrestling blogs, websites, news yeah. sites and stuff,
0: Nerd has covered it.
1: Um just general like TV sites yeah. um have twice this week had to talk about WWE with Dane Bryan's return. Yeah. And also with Ultimate Deletion. Um and I do not remember I don't remember what website, I don't remember what commentator Mm -hmm. so i apologize for not being able to properly credit but somebody posted the links to um the ultimate deletion the youtube thing yeah um and one and like the top comment was that was really stupid wins the sequel
0: (laughs) that's pretty much how that entire thing has even back when it started with tna like yeah the one of the initial video you know the the first time we heard him say you know brother nero i knew you'd come like that whole thing Ever since that moment, that's been the attitude amongst the fans. Are like, "Wow, that's awful. That's stupid." Where what are they gonna do next? I don't
1: you know, know if I would use the word awful. I some. Mm, I, okay. Okay. I, I would not use the word like. like would, weird, here's the same thing. Like it's weird. It's it, it is weird. It's stupid. Yeah, there but you, go. I, you can also like. It is very easy to take a yeah. step back, look at the entirety. Of the mm-hmm. concept of wrestling and yeah. call it stupid, and I
0: think I think Matt had said something on his Twitter beforehand where you know he's obviously you know trying to hype up what's going to happen tonight, but he said at least part of his tweet said you know and bring fun back to wrestling, yeah. and ultimately, sorry for the pun, mm-hmm. ultimately that's what it is. It's it's stupid. It's dumb. It's weird. It's quirky, but at the same time, it's fun and it doesn't seem like. Anything's being taken too seriously. The yeah. The only thing, the only thing I was really take any—the only person that was taking anything seriously was Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But that's because it's Bray Wyatt. Um, I will say
1: that one of the biggest things watching The Ultimate Deletion, um, is how passionate it felt like the filmmakers were. Yeah. Um, there, there was a lot of heart and effort being put into this yeah. piece of art, I guess. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Right. Um. And, and you just, like, I couldn't help but think back to the ho- um, House of Horrors match. Um.
0: Yeah. Which felt like... Which, bo- again, both guys in that were taking it really seriously. Well, and
1: that was, at the time, obviously a reactionary thing to Yeah,
0: it was that and
1: and the new day had like a go to the Wyatt compound.
0: Yeah, which is just like an open field at night with yeah. like a cars making a light circle.
1: Um both of those seemed like just looking at the the numbers that yeah. final deletion threw up and they were yeah. like, "Well, I guess we got to do this." And I don't know, th- those both just felt very passionless. Yeah. Um n- none of the wrestlers seemed excited well, or invested. You know, it,
0: It felt derivative because it was, you know, like, and it's literally them trying to copy something and not quite understanding the formula and not knowing what the formula really is. And so you get the originators, you know, with the Hardys and Jeremy Borash on payroll now.
1: So, um, for those who don't know, in Mm -hmm. 1998, Gus Van Sant did a remake of Psycho.
0: Isn't Gus Van Sant? Yes. (laughs) Okay. But him too.
1: Um the the remake of Psycho. Yes. Um and it is a like shot for shot or near shot for shot remake.
0: Vince Vaughn is in that, right? Yes, Vince okay, Vaughn so, plays all right, all right. Norman Bates in
1: that. Yeah. Um but he they basically they took Psycho and yeah. shot for shot recreated the movie. Yeah. Um Roger Ebert, film critic, uh reviewed it saying this is simultaneously one of the most pointless and one of the most important movies of all time, mm-hmm. because it, A, you don't need it, you already you already have sure. Psycho, you don't need to remake it like this, and B, it shows that you can't just, like, recapture yeah. what makes it work like that. There is something between the lines or under the hood or yeah. something, some je ne sais quoi there mm-hmm. that makes a movie makes it what it is. work or not. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and i feel that way kind of about this about well, yeah these this way of putting on a wrestling match um because it's like what is it i don't exactly know what it is it is a pre-filmed video thing right yeah um that features wrestling yes the 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 general concept of mm-hmm. wrestling exists within it yeah and none of them has the wrestling been particularly good it's been no. rough wrestling sure all around um i and and i think about um really really terrible backyard wrestling like youtube video backyard wrestling yeah where like they literally don't don't even have money for a ring so they just fight around some hay bales and there's like maybe 12 people in the audience with folding chairs yeah it,
0: it's like it, it, it's like backyard wrestling and then one of the wrestlers parents Gave them uh f- like video editing software for Christmas. Yeah, you know that's kind of what this is. Uh, except now you get WWE's editing, you know, editing crew, which is you know some of the best in the world. On top of you know the elements in these deletion videos that had always been there, and now they're in WWE. Like, yeah. you still get that because it it had that same vibe as the previous ones in TNA. Right, and those things like, I can't tell you why
1: Final Deletion and Ultimate Deletion worked where House of Horrors and the New Day thing
0: didn't. Yeah, I mean, you're missing missing a lot of the elements, and I don't think WWE was willing to kind of go all in on those previous attempts like they were with this, you know? And a lot of that probably had to do with, you know, uh, Matt Hardy really just campaigning for it, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he had to do a lot of that to get them, because it was like, what, 13, 15, 13 yeah. minutes? And, and it closed out the
1: show. So here's what's interesting about that. Mm-hmm. So it closes out the show, once yeah. they go to this video, they never return to right. the arena. Um, so the final moments of the arena are Michael Cole apologizing for what you're about to see. Right. He calls it, I don't remember what word he used, but it was like ridiculous or yeah. silly or nonsensical. Something yeah. Not kind, no. Um, uh, and and it's a little in a bit very like, Michael Cole like
0: undermining way.
1: Well, and it's like, why is Michael Cole burying your main event? Yeah. Um, and and then you have something like that has to be a Vince call, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't think Vince likes this.
0: Maybe, but I'm, but if he doesn't like it. The guy is you know he is letting that be the final segment on a raw literally weeks before his biggest show of the year, yes. but what's interesting and he takes those those raws very seriously, yes, um however
1: mm-hmm. um if you are someone who watches Raw on Hulu,
0: yeah, apparently it's the Ulletion is not part of that, yeah um and, and in like, the in Hulu. I think someone on Twitter had asked them, you know, about that, and they said that, you know, it's an hour and a half format, and we don't edit it, you know? So that was the way it was when it was handed over to Hulu.
1: Yeah. Um, which makes me think, like, mm, I don't know.
0: Unless they want—and see, that's why I don't understand, because, you know, you can watch it in pieces on WWE's YouTube channel. Yeah, but
1: you can't just watch it like you can right. Final Deletion.
0: You. That's why WWE should have posted the whole thing. I think they should have on as well. their YouTube because again, like that did big for TNA because they just put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They also, they, like, they aired it live and everything. But you know, the whole thing went on their YouTube and it did pretty good numbers for them. Uh, and I feel like that's probably why WWE didn't put it on Hulu. Like if it was going to be online, it was going to be on their YouTube uh, account. Maybe I guess I hope so. Yeah, but but it was. It's part of the thing
1: is like I have almost exclusively watch raw and smackdown on hulu at this point the next day yeah um just works better for my schedule yeah um and raw has always been a you know a a 90 minute you know thing so there is always stuff cut out right i have never felt like i was missing anything before this week and that kind of has to be like oh man now, now I have to worry about that, like I never had to worry about that before, like it was some backstage segment or something that didn't lead to anything, yeah, like there were there have been occasional things where you know somebody will have a match because of something that happened last week that I missed, yeah, but it's very low down on the card.
0: It's usually not important, you right know, It's nothing really worth your time
1: or or it's the beginning of a build yeah. to something important. But the I missed the very, very, very beginning part where they, you know, bump shoulders yeah. backstage.
0: I don't know. I think as far as the YouTube thing goes, I think maybe that somebody in WWE read that, you know, maybe that shorter videos do better numbers or whatever. But I would I for this one case, I would have, especially since it's the first one on WWE, mm-hmm. I would have just put the whole segment on YouTube as one video, like a, oh, whole, like a 13 have, minute yeah. thing. Here's the video. And just just to see how it does. You know, if it doesn't do good numbers, then the next time you do something similar, you can chop it up as however you want. Um, yeah. But I, I would have, if I was WWE, I would have tried it like that. Um, you know, I I think it says a lot because if it's not Vince Man's cup of tea, um, I think that speaks very highly of how they feel about Matt Hardy, and yeah. probably it speaks to uh, how much he campaigned for it you mm-hmm. know um and again like say what you want about TNA or Impact Wrestling was what it is now um but this whole Deletion Hardy's thing it kind of kept their heads above water for a while oh absolutely you know and I think the rumor was that Matt Hardy had actually been funding some of the tapings mm-hmm. I mean especially since you know they did tapings at the Hardy compound they actually did a full episode at you know their little wrestling arena yeah um so the 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 sheer fan reaction, the sheer fan following that they have, it kind of had, it would have been almost foolish for WWE not to have tried that, mm-hmm. you know. And again, it's the fact that they did that three weeks before WrestleMania, uh, and it was the main event of well, one of their shows leading up to it. Leading up to it, it sang a lot. Yeah, and and I think that.
1: However, Vince feels about it, yeah. it did get mainstream press attention. Sure. Um, I and, mean, we, and
0: we probably would still be getting mainstream press attention had it been. Bryan. Dan- Bryan. Right. Yes.
1: Uh, Dana Bryan did drown out that as the story. Right. Maybe that's why they announced it ahead of time. They're like, we've got to get this yeah, just ultimate in, deletion like, thing. Just in case
0: here. it left a sour taste in everybody's mouth, then they have something to kind of wash everyone's palate. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I don't really think they have to it was like it, again it, I think maybe they're um, just trying to watch Vince's palette maybe maybe he's the one that's um, upset about this because like I said Nerdist did a whole video on that and usually they only like they'll, they'll do like a weird speculative video it was about like Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever or Star Wars or something but like they've never done one about wrestling yeah uh, and that's exactly what they did and they like gave like a brief like rundown of you know why this is a thing and what it was in TNA and you know I, it it was surreal, and yet it kind of felt like, oh yeah, they've well, you know, uh, they've th- reached a new platform.
1: And there were things like I will say, like watching it um, when they like go to the lake, and I'm like, oh, it's the lake, yeah,
0: and the boat. Do you find yourself being weirdly nostalgic for this? Literally, thing. literally, a a just non nonsensical I'm, thing. I am weirdly nostalgic
1: for this thing that a was like what. Four years ago? Three years ago, maybe? Three? Two? Like, I don't know. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, maybe two. So, weirdly nostalgic for this thing that was A, two years ago, and B, I'm still not sure if I liked in the first right. place. Yeah,
0: like, I I honestly, I like the the spoof video that EC3 did uh, of the original video. I, I like that more than the original and then i watched all the videos ever since and i was like this is this is weird i i don't i don't this isn't really my cup of coffee but okay (laughs) like i think that was my stance on it i
1: genuinely don't know if it is or not because i i will you know there there are like weird off the wall b movies where i'm like yeah this is sure yeah
0: and this feels like one
1: yeah there are also like I'll go down weird rabbit holes and I'm like, I do need to know who is gonna win this belt in this fight that's clearly in this man's backyard. Right, yeah. And I'm like, I will watch,
0: you know It's just weird, like all the career, like the career defining moments that the Hardy's have had, you know, uh granted as a team you're always gonna remember them for like the ladder matches um and all that stuff. But as like a singles wrestler, it's just the career that Matt Hardy's had Knowing that this is probably the most memorable thing he's is, ever done.
1: This is Matt Hardy. This is the thing yeah. that justifies Matt Hardy getting to go in the Hall of Fame. He was like... Like, the Hardy Boys were going to yeah. go. Jeff Hardy is going to go. This is the thing that justifies yeah. Matt Hardy as a Hall of Fame wrestler.
0: It's just one of those things where it's like, where did that dude pick up personality? Because I remember his last run in WWE, and it's like, he's just a personality vacuum. Like, yeah. it, There's nothing there. Any of that was there. Any of that was there. It all left with his brother. Mm-hmm. Like I just—that was one of the few times where I was happy to find out that somebody had gotten fired. No, it's it is
1: crazy to think because, like, his the TLC TLC two match, um, his fight with Edge, yeah. seemed like years ago. Yeah, I mean they were years they were, ago. They do not yeah, just seem saying, like years ago. They were, but years that ago. that it that, seemed that, like a forever ago. That feels so. like a different wrestler.
0: <laughs> In a lot of ways, it was. Yeah, um, even when he left, I think it was 08. Mm-hmm. I think when he... Because I know Jeff left first. Jeff left in oh nine, Right. And then Matt... I guess Matt would have left in uh, 2010 then. I think so. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. So, something around that. Something along those lines. Uh, but, you know, Jeff Hardy kind of left on a high note. Because that mm-hmm. feud with CM Punk was really good. Yeah. Uh, then Matt Hardy just kind of whimpered out. And I think he got kicked off of a European tour because just being intoxicated and obnoxious or something like that. Um and then eventually was – well, shortly thereafter was fired. um, Yeah, it just had nothing behind him, and no one really felt anything on him. Like, okay, you left. I'm guessing you're going to retire now because no one really cares. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then not only did he still be wrestling, but be, like, be the most popular he would ever been. hmm On his own. On his own. Granted, you know, they'll probably bring in Brother Nero at some point or something. Uh, I, it's, it's weird to think of, like, the Hardys and, like – Matt Hardy is now the charismatic one. Matt Hardy. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to to yeah, say. Yeah, Matt and Hardy think about. feels
1: like the creative force that is driving this group. Yeah.
0: And and now you you see Jeff and you see him like interact and try to do like interviews and everything. He's like, oh man, why are you bad at this? Like, <laughs> what what happened? Like, yeah. Do you need to get back on the sauce? Were you better when you were <laughs> intoxicated?
1: Well, and and this this group has now added Bray Wyatt to it. And that's part of this is... I was yeah, like, we still
0: have no idea what's going on with Bray.
1: But you know what? I'm glad something is. Yeah. Because I am tired of him getting the, like, oh, he's creepy, he's the new Undertaker. I'm like, he's lost the last 40 feuds that he's been in. Yeah. Like, Bray Wyatt can't handle the pressure of being in the ring.
0: So, a little bit of speculation time. What do you think... Uh, how do you think Bray Wyatt is going to reemerge? Um... I think he'll still be Bray Wyatt. Okay. I think they're
1: going to I think they're sticking that name on that guy mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future forever. Mm-hmm. Um but I do think he will be different. Okay. Um the thing to do is to shave him. Yeah. That that is the way that you will make him look the most different.
0: Get rid of the dreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Give him like a close close cut thing, maybe like put him in a suit. Kind of thing, yeah. Um, I would. That's how I would do it. I would make him a prophet of the broken Matt Hardy, the brand, a prophet of Brother Nero who has seen the light. But wearing a suit. Yeah, like (laughs) a a little bit of like a like a televangelist pastor kind of. Okay,
0: okay, prophet. Who's looking to make a profit? <laughs> yes, there. You there go. we go. Because <laughs> that's what I like when you said he's wearing a suit and you said something about profit. I'm like, oh, with an F. <laughs> but no, you meant with a P H. But it could be both. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm not thinking of the like the uh, the like a charismatic like religious leader who's obviously trying to make a buck and like kind of like. But but is 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 proselytizing for
1: this cult of. Yeah. Weirdness that is yeah, what like, the Hardy's uh, are doing.
0: I'm picturing the guy, I know this is gonna sound like a lot of just mumbo jumbo to the people like listening to this, but um the documentary that we just watched about like the magician who's like mm-hmm. going around and trying to like uh bring charlatans to light kind of thing. Yeah. And one was that like that televangelist who's going around, he had an earpiece in his ear. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what I'm was kind of what I'm picturing like someone who's clearly trying to work the system somehow.
1: Yeah. But I don't still, I don't even need to do that. He could be like a genuine not bible thumping, but like whatever, yeah, book thumping, A woken thumping, yeah.
0: woken mat thumping kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Just like kind of that <coughs> loud of cuz bro- you, you know, you got brother near and everything. You could even call him brother Bray or something like that. Yep. You, you, easy
1: like, I used to be like you out there. I used to follow those buzzards and now mm. I follow other, which kind of thing
0: that though that manner of speaking mm-hmm. kind of harkens back to what Bray Wyatt originally was before the Wyatt family when he was still in NXT. Yeah, and those where he literally just sounded like a cult leader mm-hmm. who just you know wore weird clothes and wore yeah. like you know Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, um. So you're thinking go into a whole different character. I I would do okay. go that would be my
1: yeah. pitch as a character it doesn't have to be that but sure. my thing my yes if you're going to if you're going to consider, you know, that this is like the little weird corner of WWE where like magic exists. Sure, yeah. Um and if you're sticking with that, then the lake of reincarnation reincarnates yeah. things like bring him back as something else. It's the new gimmick machine just
0: you know, yeah. just pull the handle and see anybody who's like
1: this is stale. Just throw him in the lake.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the I feel like where they're going to probably go is debut the Sister Abigail character that he never got to, that he was supposed to until you know that illness went through the the raw locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that's probably more likely. I don't see them bringing back Husky Harris, even though people like to you know bring that up. No, it's not happening. Um the only way that they could mess this up, I feel like, is if they just have Bray Wyatt show back up and he's the same yep. old guy and nothing mm-hmm. changed and, and like there's zero stakes to anything.
1: Well, which is the Bray Wyatt issue, where yes. Bray Wyatt is beat down, defeated mm-hmm. and then he walks to the next guy and it's just like you see this long line of wrestlers and bray wyatt walks up to one's like i'm scary you frightened of me because i'm this creepy goofy guy right and then they punch him in the face and so he goes to the next guy i'm
0: scary i'm a creepy creepy guy and you And, they, like, yeah. and they're just, just all mess. beating him down yeah and but he keeps coming back and that and makes just, you feel like there's zero stakes yeah he keeps coming back and just going to the next one <laughs> yeah i would yeah Honestly, yeah, any change to the character would be a positive thing at this point, um and make 'em part of the woken universe or something i don't mm-hmm. I don't really care uh, make it be like a weird like n w o where uh you know there's just gradually growing bigger and bigger no that's that's what I would do is yeah. i would i would have
1: as long as it's successful as long as it's creating buzz yeah. mm-hmm. as long as it's getting clicks and hits, yeah, I would have a little sub. This is the stupidest comparison. Please. But it Please. Genu- it, Go it's out on that genuinely limb. where I'm going. Um, after we were too old, mm-hmm. but there's a good chance that you still had a young cousin or sibling or something that still watched it. Um, Sesame Street started having, like, once Elmo got popular, they had a full segment of Elmo's World every, every week, Kay. every episode. And it was like 15 minutes of the show that was dedicated to, like, and Elmo had this, like, place that he lived, and it was just Elmo and his drawer and his crayon and his goldfish Dorothy. And, like, Mr. Noodle lived in the window. Uh, and it, like, grew as in his, it, was, it was Elmo's world that was yeah. part of, but still somehow entirely separate from the concept of Sesame right. Street. Um, so that's what I would do with it. I, w- I would have. A segment that is the Wyatt segment that is this weird little side thing that's happening.
0: Sure. Question. Yep. Did you come out with that long, convoluted uh, setup just to cover the fact that you probably still watch Sesame Street and always (laughs) have?
1: Okay. So, first of all. Because you
0: knew, for for just something that your baby cousin might (laughs) have watched, you knew a lot of detail about that.
1: First of all. Sesame Street is a treasure, <laughs> and we should all be so lucky to still get to watch Sesame Street. <laughs> okay. Well, if that's
0: the case, then why didn't you just come out and just say I still watch Sesame Street?
1: Because second of all, I'm not done yet. Okay. Sesame Street has moved from PBS and now is on HBO. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't watch Sesame Street.
0: I mean, you can't if you have an HBO. You have
1: to go get HBO.
0: And HBO, go. Um, and somewhere.
1: it's now and now it's a half hour, so there's no time for Elmo's World. And <laughs> thirdly, <laughs> if we're getting into it. Elmo is a genuine issue in terms of Sesame Street. Elmo's popularity has caused Sesame Street to recenter its focus to focus more on Elmo, and it's a genuine issue to the story quality of Sesame Street over the years. It's genuinely gone downhill as Elmo has become the focus of this. It's a genuine issue.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) You're 100% serious about this.
1: That Elmo has done genuine harm to like the structure of sesame Street? yes absolutely i
0: mean i uh, the guy who was puppeteering elmo did genuine harm but you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) elmo
1: elmo as a character um is at a younger state than more sesame street elmo's about three years old um sesame street characters like telly uh tend to be closer to six okay that and that is the the aim they have a those six-year-old characters have
0: more emotional depth. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, they have a bigger vocabulary. They're able to communicate. Elmo speaks in the third person. Elmo has a smaller, simpler vocabulary. Elmo's a younger
0: character. Um, Same with like Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster's older. Grover's older. So I thought Cookie Monster like spoke in the third person as well, didn't he? Sometimes. Okay.
1: Okay. Cookie Monster.
0: Speaks in, like, me want. Oh, okay, okay, Elmo speaks in, Elmo loves you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Although I don't really know any three-year-olds that speak in the third person. But no, yeah. but it's it's
1: simpler language. Yeah. It's baby talk kind of thing, which, Elmo, and Elmo was a smaller character, but as Elmo's popularity has grown. Now
0: that you pointed out that he talks in third person, it just sounds like you're just normal Elmo speaking about Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs>
1: so other characters have come out... As they've introduced new characters, they are Elmo's friends. They are Elmo's mm-hmm. kind of age range. Um, just genuinely, the the structure of Sesame Street as Elmo has become this weird dominant character, mm-hmm. um, and and it's kind of squashed and squandered. If you watch modern Sesame Street, which I'm sure you don't, there's no I need don't, to. <laughs> no, but a lot of the characters that you would consider Sesame Street characters are either barely there or gone entirely Bert and Ernie are no, almost non-existent um especially together Ernie still has some stuff but like Burton and Ernie doesn't they, really happen anymore
0: are they like actively trying to avoid the, no, the well, no. theory that
1: they're you know just partners no there's like um uh, like the count isn't there as frequently anymore
0: well that doesn't make sense kids still need to learn how to
1: count yeah I know <laughs>
0: Um okay, where's the, the obviously the big one? Well, Big Bird. Big Bird is still there. Was, okay, good. All's right in the world. Then. <laughs> How Okay. How old is Big Bird?
1: Uh Big Bird is about 6, I think. Okay. I think okay. I think Big
0: Bird has said he's 6. Okay. Um I don't know. Like I, I it's <laughs> just a weird vault that I've opened. <laughs> And it's just I mean, usually I would have a button and be like, hey, let's talk about wrestling or something, but I kind of wanted to see how like where this would go and how long you would go. Uh turns if, out you would go
1: all day. If you look at Sesame Street merchandise too, Elmo is by and large the sure. face of Sesame Street now. He's um, the Roman reigns of Sesame Street. Yes, he is absolutely the Roman reigns of Sesame Street.
0: <laughs> He's dumbing down the product, but yet everyone <laughs> buys the merch. Um At least the kids do, and this is like you never see Roman Reigns merch out in the crowd out of Monday Night Raw. I'm just saying, this is not just like my insane
1: fringe conspiracy. Like there's genuine like discussions. You you can find it on you know all sorts of.
0: Please tell me. Please (laughs) go ahead. Just out all of your 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 forums, your Sesame Street threads. Just just Google like the Sesame Sesame Street chat rooms. (laughs) The Sesame Street subreddit, which I'm sure is a thing. I'm that sure that's a thing. Don't act like you don't know it. <laughs> You've been on I, that I, I subreddit. Jun- I
1: genuinely don't know it because I don't know <laughs> if there would be Sesame Street or there would be some clever, like, sunny day sure. chasing the clouds away kind of.
0: Mm, and if there is, there probably is just a straightforward R slash Sesame Street. Yeah,
1: that's what I would assume. But I don't know.
0: The fact that you act. I don't know. There's just so. Uh, there's so many questions, and yet I can't seem to form any of them right now. <laughs> Uh, listeners Let's at home Let's talk about wrestling No, no, no. <laughs> listeners at home We usually do the plugs at the end But I do want to bring up If you have any que- If you have any Sesame Street uh, Questions that you want Joel to talk about Or answer Or just be like Joel WTF <laughs> What are you talking about Or why Are you going so in depth On like your Sesame Street theories <laughs> Send that over to our email That's attire At gmail.com Because I can't form I can't form logical questions right now because I don't know Jack Squad about Sesame Street because I haven't watched it in two decades, neither have I. It doesn't sound true. I mean
1: I've like seen it here and there, but like I'm not an avid Sesame Street watcher.
0: The last like ten minutes would suggest otherwise joel it's okay it's a safe place ish here it's just you and me there's no one else that'll ever know (laughs) as we speak into a recording device i don't just ignore that it's not here
1: (laughs) these these are my observations on the the way that sesame street has gone
0: yeah but if you haven't watched it in two decades how would you know i haven't
1: abandoned it from two decades (laughs) like i'm still aware that it exists well yeah there's still, I mean, like, you should still watch the occasional Sesame Street sketch. There are still really good ones. Okay. There's a great one. Neil Patrick Harris does a guest star where he is mm-hmm. the shoe fairy. He sings about shoes.
0: Okay. Um, and I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know why this is weird to me because, you know, if, if like, the Muppets came out with something, like a, a YouTube video or something, hey, yeah, why wouldn't I watch it? The Muppets come out with a YouTube video every week. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's the effing Muppets. Like, that's... You you watch the Muppets. Yeah. Like it's what you're supposed to do. But you know, for some reason Sesame Street is just like a line just too far <laughs> for me. I don't I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe it's my own hang ups. I don't that's, know. That's that's a weird hang up to have because they're both Jim Henson. Right, creations. Yeah, like they're both Jim Henson. Although they
1: exist in separate universes, except Kermit can cross between the universes. Well,
0: yeah <laughs> Kermit is obviously a like you know multi dimensional being.
1: Kermit is the one that can appear in both the Muppets and yeah, Sesame he Street. can he can travel through time and space. Yeah, like I, I thought, that, I thought everyone knew, <laughs> I thought everyone knew that <laughs> he can travel in space and Muppets in space. Do we need to make like a Muppets podcast? Or Muppets something? in space with a cameo from Hollywood Hogan at the time, specifically Hollywood Hulk. Yes, Hogan? it was. Yeah, I'm not even sure it was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It might just been Hollywood Hogan that he was credited as at least. And, and sure. Bringing it back.
0: (laughs) Bringing it back? Should we do like a puppet podcast? Just like talk about like puppets in general? We can just open this bad boy up. I feel like I've said all I need to say. I don't think that's true. Not when it comes to Sesame Street (laughs) apparently. I feel like I still cut you off. (laughs) Just to point out how weird this conversation is. Um, Oh god, that
1: was another one. There's a Stranger Things parody. You should absolutely watch that they did.
0: Oh, yeah, I feel like I've heard about it. Oh, yeah. Now that I, now that you mention it, they have a Stranger Things parody.
1: Yeah. They have a pretty incredible. I think it, it came out before I started watching Stranger Things. Oh, then you need to watch so I it. I need again. to go back. Yeah, because yeah. that that probably makes no sense. Yeah. Um. There's also a pretty incredible Les Mis parody where yeah, I, I did see that Cookie yeah. Monster <laughs> learns about the importance of sharing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Um. No. Sesame Street's amazing. <laughs> okay. Just. But. Like any other sketch based show. Right. You you watch it almost entirely on YouTube now. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't even I I don't even know the last time I watched SNL. Yeah, I know it exists because it keeps popping up on my Hulu. And like, hey, there's another episode. It's on your list. You added it. You can take it off anytime. <laughs> but I, I still don't. Yeah. Uh wrestling.
1: <laughs> you guys I mean, we, we covered it, the big things. Is there anything else from Raw that you want to Remember when the address? Muppets
0: were on Raw? <laughs> that was a thing. Oh, uh, uh, Braun Strowman. Uh, do you think that they are going to actually give him a, a partner or have him go it alone at WrestleMania? I almost at this point would prefer him go it alone. I think, I think he has been built up to the point
1: where – he can win the tag team titles through shenanigans without right. making it the went, bar look terrible. Right.
0: Yeah. Cause I feel like they kind of did, they were kind of able to pull that off at the, the battle Royal, uh, last week. Um, you know, he just, you know, slowly picked them off. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been much more damaging if it was a quick win, but it, it really wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, but, To be honest, you know, the raw tag team division isn't exactly as strong as it is outside of the bar. I think you give it the right
1: time, the right pacing. Yeah. He can look great going over a tag team. Yeah. And and they're not a bad tag team. They're they're, you know, a very reputable tag team. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they can escape not, you know, somewhat unscathed from that loss. Yeah. And so and and then you have him with those so that then when another tag team Beats him for the titles. Yeah, you then have a. I mean, you you kind of it's kind of cheating because it's two guys looking strong because they beat one guy, but they will they beat Braun, Braun Strowman. Um, that's also a great way to build him up yeah. and make him look give him a really good WrestleMania moment when you refuse to put him in the title scene where he should be at this point. In all honesty,
0: I think just the just you know, and I'm not saying like I, it's necessarily an idea that. I would like or whatever, but I feel like, you know, Barr makes their interest at WrestleMania. Braun makes his interest at WrestleMania. Lights go out, and you hear JoJo. Ladies and gentlemen, Elias, and Elias is standing at the top of the stage, and he comes out as Braun's, you know, partner.
1: My favorite um, theory so far, um, somebody on Reddit mentioned it, Mm -hmm. is the Andre the Giant stipulation. Is that the winner will be Braun Strowman's partner. And okay. Braun Strowman enters the, the Giant. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want a partner. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. That's my favorite idea so that's far. That's not a bad idea. Uh, I feel like other possibilities is now that Big Cass is cleared, maybe they yeah, give maybe. up on trying to make him a heel and put him with Braun. Because uh, they love big guys part- pairing off with each other. Um, or. WWE has spoken to Hulk Hogan this week. Yeah, they made a weird statement about it, saying that they're he's not under contract. We're just talking about how we can. You that know. is
1: that is such a toe in the water. Yeah, no, absolutely. That is it's such a like. like let's let's. I mean, because if if well, it,
0: I think it's also to cover their own butts. If they are like, well, WWE met with Hulk Hogan. Why would they meet with Hulk Hogan? And yeah. they're like, now we met with him in a way that we could try to fix previous mistakes. Mm-hmm. He is not under contract with us. Like, yeah. still trying to like, like it, it it's is, a very it it's is. a it's a it's a hug, but like only the hands are touching. Yeah, it, you know, it, only it the is. hands are behind the shoulder, and like the arms are at full length.
1: Getting it is getting ahead of the story. Yeah. It is. Let Let's see if if we can get away with this because they would. I mean, money wise, they'd love to have Hulk Hogan back. Like, I get. I feel
0: like they could have gotten away with it maybe a year ago. Now with. Just everyone, just hyper aware of everything in everyone's past right now. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with it. Like yeah. you saw the whole thing with the the fabulous mula thing uh, in the last week. Mm-hmm. I don't think um, the even the vocal minority of you know WWE fandom or whatever is going to let him get away with it. I or let WWE get away with it. People will call him out one hundred percent. We'll see. It, I, and it's maybe is is just indicative of how society is right now, but I don't think that they going to let him off the hook.
1: Just looking at it purely business, yeah. I don't think it's worth the risk. I don't either. Um, I
0: don't. And he, like, like he's sixty-four. I think is what the article said. Yeah. And like, what? Like, yeah, he's a big name, especially internationally. Well, and it's just like like, uh, yeah, like you can go back to an ambassador role like he was before he got you know released, and they could occasional appearances here and there, whatever. Um, But I don't see what I guess they can start selling more merch again. Well, those things like probably the only financially.
1: I think they still have like just like pretty generic Hulkamania shirts and stuff um, available. They're not going to have new Hulk merch.
0: I mean, they probably will. They they'll find they'll find something. Okay, it,
1: it will be the bare minimum. Like, oh, the, they'll switch the yellow and the red. Sure. Like, they're not gonna switch it up. He, he he's gonna look like, you know, red and yellow Hulk Hogan for the rest of his life. Um, yeah. They're not gonna be like, oh, let's try this with blue and green. No.
0: What was that? The shirt they were selling around WrestleMania 30 is the new one where like. You know, I forgot what it had on the front, but on the back, it had like, you know, the rules of being a Hulkamaniac or something like that. And it was one, you know, say your prayers, two, eat your vitamins, uh, and I forget what it is. At the bottom, it just says, you know, number four or five or whatever, just say, repeat profusely. <laughs> or not, like, apologize profusely. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I ruined my own punchline. I don't care. You did. <laughs> That's apologize okay. Apologize profusely. Put that at the bottom of the shirt. I would consider buying it. Probably not. I just
1: I I think that there there is a hill to climb yeah. to try and bring Hulk Hogan back. There is going to be a vocal outcry against it. Yeah. And while you
0: nece- can't necessarily be sure of how big that vocal outcry will be, you have to have a plan.
1: You can you can be assured that it will be there.
0: Yeah, there will be uh even if it's just a couple people on Twitter. I honestly I don't know if it's going to be as big of a reaction as uh it was with the whole moolah stuff. Um but there's a chance that it might it's possible. Know. I mean granted like if you put it in a s in a if you I, I think someone on Twitter like kind of broke it down the same way. Um I forgot where they were like, well now that we did the Moolah thing we uh I think it was renamed the ultimate warrior or the Warrior Award or something like that. Yeah. Uh and someone broke it down like the guy, you know was a bigot, mm-hmm. warrior. I'm speaking of, you know, and the guy. We do have to specify. We do have to specify. Um, actually, not really. <laughs> um, you know, the guy said a lot of awful things, and yeah, he's not like an ideal candidate. He didn't ruin other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Moolah ruined other people's lives. Well, and that, and that's like that's the kind of the thing with Hulk. Like Hulk, he said some things he wasn't supposed to say. He said some things that got him in a lot of trouble and it makes um it makes some people feel bad about what he said and that sucks but he did not ruin anyone's life like moolah did and maybe that's the delineation well part of it is the
1: like as soon as the moolah thing was a success for the fans was like good job yeah don't go complaining to Snickers to everything. Sure. Like, don't tell Snickers that CM Punk needs to come back. Sure.
0: Like, don't don't abuse this power that you have. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not saying, like, WWE can just, you know, wrap their arms around any, you know, bigoted individual. Right. You know, but I'm just saying, like, the two situations are not the same as far as severity. You know? I, I don't know. Like,
1: wh- where the, the line of, like, we got to call right. Big Papa Snickers and be like... Yeah let's let's go see,
0: here see exactly what you know the ceo of snickers can stomach
1: i'm i'm because if if you call him for everything snickers is going to drop it we're going to be annoying wrestling fans it's not going to be worth it yeah and and i totally get that
0: and then they bring in that kfc just <laughs> dump truck of money well and so like you know what
1: that there is an argument that like snickers needs to be called here is why we would like Hulk Hogan not to be associated with this
0: anymore. Sure. Yeah, um, and maybe that's why WWE made that statement. And then yeah, Just so, so company like Stickers see what they need to do if they really want to test the waters. Wait until they have a pay per view that's being sponsored by a WWE video game because they'll do it. They've done mm-hmm. it like almost yeah. every year around the time where it gets released. Like uh, Payback is brought to you by W two mm-hmm. K eighteen. Because then. There's really no one for the fans. There's nobody
1: to to mess up. It's
0: like, oh, you're going to complain to WWE about WWE? Good luck with that, you know? Yeah. That would probably be, like, the evil genius way of going about (laughs) it. If they were, I don't know, the word's not smart. Devious? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, Aside from that, there's one more thing that should be touched on, just in case it becomes a thing. Uh, AJ... Did uh, oh, yeah. sustain an injury over the weekend. Uh, he wasn't really involved physically in anything on SmackDown. Word is today that, you know, they still... I don't think anyone's said exactly what the injury was. I think it was a leg injury. Um, the feeling is that he will be able to rehab and be ready for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They do have a backup plan. Uh, you know, Triple H kind of alluded. Like, they have something... Triple, Triple H said
1: there's always a plan B and there's a... Al- <laughs>
0: And, and he probably made that face.
1: And there's always like a plan C. Like, that, yeah, I get that. In this injury-prone industry, there is contingencies for contingencies. When
0: Triple H said, "There's always a plan B," Seth Rollins just got up somewhere with a with <laughs> a chair in his hand, like just like, "Who is me? <laughs> Who do I have to hit?" Um, um. So I have a feeling plan B might be Dana Bryan.
1: That that would be my first thought,
0: especially since he's not. He still has some like some wiggle room as far as like he's not fully plugged into this match with Shane and KO and mm-hmm. and Sammy. So they could plug him in here uh and of course they could move some things around here and there. Um I my my first and truest
1: wish is that AJ is fine and we get AJ versus Nakamura. Yeah. Not in small part because I've already made that part of this slideshow, show and I don't want to have to change
0: that. Thank sure. you very much. So if we see like a really bad Photoshop of, <laughs> of, a, a, of a different, like a, a PNG file of a different wrestler, like kind of like sideways over clearly what's AJ behind him. Yeah. Now I, no, I kind of wanted to have him just for that. Um, also, uh, I, th- I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe wrong. the revival, shut up. <laughs> the revival on Raw this week was the first time anyone's mentioned DeAndre on WWE TV. This, this, Surely this, not. Because they had only been talking about the women's. I And like for a while, I was wondering are they going to do both or are they just doing the women one this year? Um, But I believe Arri- revival mentioning it this week was the first time they mentioned the revival in this WrestleMania season. Because honestly, for a while, I was wondering. Well, I know. I knew it was because they have,
1: you know, pictures of the mm-hmm. the like cards for each thing on their website because that's where I pull again for the slideshow, and they had one for the Andre. Okay, that's fair. So like I, I okay, I, it, there was no doubt in my mind because fair. of that.
0: I do, <laughs> I do kind of hope the trophy for the women's battle royal is clearly the trophy that was supposed to have Mula, but the statue's <laughs> off and you just see her feet <laughs> on the top of it. Uh like oh. I know that's gonna be more polished than that and it's gonna look nice, blah 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 blah. <laughs> but wouldn't it be funny?
1: <laughs> There's just tape over her name.
0: Tape over her name and you just see feet and then clearly where it was just sawed off after <laughs> that.
1: Alright, you got anything else? <laughs> I think that's it. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at CR Attire where we live tweet Mondays, mm-hmm. appropriate Sundays, etc.
0: etc. Uh a and if you have any questions, uh comments, if you want to talk about Sesame Street. Uh, send that over to our email. That's classyringattire at gmail.com.
1: We're on iTunes. Easy way to follow the podcast. Uh, You could subscribe there, get an episode every week. Maybe give us a rating of five stars or write a review. That kind of stuff would really help out the podcast.
0: Uh, And if you're listening to us on insidepulse.com, leave us a comment on there. We'd love to hear from you.
1: We're also on Facebook. Easy way to follow Chris. Easy way to follow myself. See what other kind of things we're working on.
0: And see, uh, you know, get updates on the charity stream coming up. For the El Generico Memorial Battle Royal, hashtag Prolos Ninos. There you go. Good job. It's a long title. (laughs) Yes, any of those ways is a good way to keep up. Keep up. Until next
1: time, stay classy and huzzah.
0: Huzzah.